All right, welcome back to The Glass Dagger, brought to you by Inroads Ministries and the Min Max Podcast. I will be your dungeon master, Jeff Romo, and I'm joined by... Alan Mowers, who is playing Simeon Dersman, your resident mystic halfling. Ashley Mowers, who is playing Lieutenant General Hal Rothius Hughes, the gif gunslinger. And Kyle Stambrick, who is playing the dragonborn monk Grimace. All right, let's jump into the episode. Thanks for joining us. This is part two of episode six, Loyalty. Welcome back. We rejoin the heroes as they have cornered one of the Shameless's protectors. This kind of desperation before. Right, so, uh, so she, uh, she says, um, will, the, will you be drawing, Halfling? I can direct you what to, what to draw. All right. And out of his little satchel, he's just going to pull a quill, a bottle of ink, and a, a piece of... And he's going to pull his little... Or no, he, no he's actually going to pull his pencil, which is still behind his ear, and then pull out his little <laughs> notebook from on his little cord around his neck and flip it up and start drawing nice first thing the uh, the grating there is a um, a combination that must be used she uh, she describes it to you um, that there's uh, a couple of what look like rivets in the uh, in the iron that need to be pushed in a particular order so she uh, she passes that along to you once you remove the grating, the, the ladder will take you down, and you will proceed down the hallway. Do not take the left turn, take the right, and then continue straight. Eventually you will come to a curve. Curve will go around to the right, until you are coming back the way you came, but in a different passage. Continue straight. And eventually on the left, there will be an opening to a small room. Not more than 20, 25, 30 feet across. This is where the Shameless is with his, uh, his priest. Inside check, please. Sure. Oh my goodness. Uh, that would be a five. <laughs> it seems like she's holding something back. Like there's there's something that she's not quite telling you. Okay, so Sim is going to walk up very casually, and then he's going to just take a look at Grimace. Uh, Grimace, would you do would you do me a favor and bring her down to my level, please? Uh, 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 I kind of <laughs> a little awkwardly and a little half-heartedly push her Not down a little bit further. Let her what money you want. Sim's gonna take his pencil and just kind of tap her on the forehead and just give her a sharp rap. What? What do you want, Ethling? I'm telling you what I know. But what aren't you telling me? What do you mean? What I'm not telling you? He's just going to turn, he's going to cock his head and just raise his eyebrow and give 
and just kind of give a little bit of a head waggle. <laughs> We're like, I, I don't know, but I do believe that there is something that you're not telling me. And I think the, the camera flips down to the alley below, and we see uh, the lieutenant coming around the corner. And you, uh, lieutenant, you, you look down at the end of the alley. It ends in about 20 feet, and uh, there's a few crates here and there. Uh, you see, you hear the, the distinctive screeches and squeaks of rats as they skitter back and forth in the alley. And uh, just towards the back, almost to the back wall, you see um, the uh, the glint of, uh, not quite glint, but you, you can see some metal, uh, what looks like an iron grating, a circular iron grating at the back of the alley. Um, I think he's going to nose around to see if there's anything valuable in the crates because I think that initially that's probably going to be what he first thinks is being guarded is just something in these boxes. I don't even think he's going to okay. think of the grate initially. Okay. Yeah, so you, you, you're... Uh, give me an investigation check. It's not good. That's That's a three. <laughs> Yeah, they're boxes. So you, I think you make your way towards uh, one of the sets of boxes. There's a, there's an overwhelming stench that comes from one of them, and you you get close to it. Are you in the business of actually prying one open to see what's inside? I don't think he has anything to pry one open. So he's, I mean, he's probably just gonna if if there was one that looks like it would be more pliable than the other, he might like. Like take his hand and try to wrench it, but otherwise you have a pretty decent strength, right? You're... Yeah, yeah, plus three. Yeah, okay, yeah. You can. I think you're able to kind of, you know, muscle the corner of it open, um, kind of uh, uh, winds a little bit as the as the nails kind of pull from the wood. Um, and I think as soon as you open it up, uh, a pair of rats come jumping out, and they they hit you on the chest and scramble around and then they jump down onto the street and they skitter away. Right. And uh, that smell, that stench, is even worse. It's just wafting from in here, and I think you can hear, you can hear something just crawling around inside there. Several somethings crawling around. In fact. Covers backs up a bit. Um, you see, like a little translation at the bottom from from the rat. It says, "Shut the door." No. <laughs> 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 yeah, he'll 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 probably take a step back and and just look at all the crates together in general and decide like after that one experience, just yeah. probably nothing worth really. Yeah. Yeah, I, think a couple of, I think the two rats that rebounded off you go scurrying towards that grate and they just dive in. Okay. Okay. So Grimace, as uh, as you're as you're holding the uh, the elf down to, you know, be at eye level with with Simeon. What are you What are you doing? What's going through your head as he is continuing his questioning? I'm I'm easing up again. I think there's kind of that adrenaline rush the heat of the moment like it feels good to to be in the fight but then as he kind of took stock of her and realized no no i i I know this person in the sense of you know i get it um i think his 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 grip is is 
not really he's not really letting up per se in a way that it's like giving her an opening but more like maybe shifting in a way that's a little bit more comfortable so it's not quite as aggressive um but he's still you know kind of got her and he's he's kind of rethinking things so he's kind of becoming distant from what sim is saying and what sim is doing for the moment just kind of you know in a, in a different headspace correct me if i'm wrong it sounds like you're kind of doing a bit of an insight on her or are you being a little bit more kind of reminiscent on yourself in your past? I would say he's feeling a little bit more more introspective than anything. I think there's okay. kind of that. He, he Like, more of a moment of keeping himself in check. Like, okay, maybe I got a little too aggressive there. That's not really me. Maybe I'm going to kind of, you know, ease up. Okay. All right. Uh, do you like kind of release her a little bit to like let her stand up again or keeping her there? I, I think I would I would still stay in a position where I'm not where she couldn't just like bolt, but I wouldn't be, you know, forcing her down anymore necessarily. Okay. After Sims kinda had that chance to talk to her more. So Sim so she's looking at you with a with a bit of frustration in her eyes and she she's gritting her teeth almost in preparation for you to like scream at her again, something like that. And she says, I'm, I'm telling you everything that I know. I just want to live through this. I wish to get paid, but my life is more important. Sim is going to turn around and face away. And he's going to walk a small distance. I think you're going to see him kind of like flip his collar up just a little bit. And uh so grimace all you see is you see him kind of hunched and you guys from your perspective you just see him kind of hunched over a little bit and then you're gonna hear him start speaking in halfling and uh he's just gonna be like well what what do you think rosie uh did, do we believe them do we believe her uh i'd like a little bit of your input please This isn't you. But I really need the information. I think she has told you as much as she can. But I don't feel like she's telling me everything. It's just going to start grumbling and turning around back to it and just kind of look up at Grimace and just be like, all right, I, I think, it, uh, after conferring, I think that, um, I think we can go ahead and let it go. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. All right. And I'll, I'll kind of release her. Um, but as I do, I'm going to kind of take a half step back and just kind of look her over again. What's your name, Lass? People around call me Shingles. All right, Shingles. Look, and I'm going to just reach down and... Uh, pull the coin pouch off of my belt um, which I, I looked at my character sheet and I have just what's given for my background I don't imagine Grimace would even be carrying that much it's 10 gold um, but just kind of whatever coin he has on hand I think he's just gonna hand over to her 
I, I think I see where you're coming from. Take this. We'll see if we can get you more. Thank you for your help. And for the record, there are better people to work for if you really need the coin. She looks down at the at the patch of gold and uh, looks over at you, and and then looks over at the <laughs> looks over at Simeon. Look uh, down there. Just be careful. Uh, the shameless he is a is a poisonous fiend, uh, ambitious, and his priest friend. I think he is the smart one. I haven't seen him do much, but he's tattooed with snakes, and probably some old worship, I don't know. I've uh, had my fill of human worship of whatever they call the gods. But, uh, thank you for my life. She looks down at her bow and, and the short sword, and she actually reaches up and unbuckles the quiver of arrows and lets them fall to the rooftop and uh she uh she gives a gives a slight nod and she uh she turns and uh and walks to the other side of the roof and as she nears the edge she kind of gets a running start and does a leap over to the next roof and uh, you see her disappear into the night well away we go then oh <clears throat> Sorry, just. Mm. Are you all yeah. right? Uh, well, she uh, she got me pretty good there, uh, and you can see. Uh, so there's a pretty good knife wound in my gut at this point. <laughs> oh, oh, did, she was hiding that before. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, uh, to... I. Yep. Maybe it was a little reckless when I came charging up here. Wasn't my smartest idea. I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm going back into my, my DM memory, and I don't have a note saying that you did. But at the very beginning, old Toby provided you with some supplies. He did, yep. And we have healing potions in there. Because I was going to use one on yep, one on the kobolds at one point. So I think he would, you know, that was kind of more for dramatic effect. But I think he would take that healing potion at this point, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Con- yeah, continue that. It's a, it's actually a good, a good step. It's... um. I almost imagine it as being it's another step back into the past because you probably haven't tasted this for a long time mm. right the, the the that kind of bitter and 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 almost I don't know, what, what would a healing potion taste like to grimace oh man <sighs> go back on my incomplete thought already I think there's going to be this weird sense of wonder about it. I think Mm. given his past, like his more recent past, this kind of thing was like, this was a treasure. Like if you had one of these, like you could pull some pretty stupid stuff out on the streets (laughs) and get away with it because you had to jump from this roof to beg you. Right, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. so, so there's kind of the sense of like this. This was your insurance policy. Like, if you were in the midst of something and it went south, you know, on the streets, like, you were high and mighty if you had a healing potion at your side right. that you could use in that moment. But I think there's also kind of a a 
darker element to it, going back even further into his past at a time where he would have seen more of this kind of thing. And so there's a really mixed... You know, I think at first he kind of has this this feeling of like he he has that kind of swell of pride, and then there is kind of that sickening bile feeling as his stomach kind of turns just a little bit as he takes it, um, kind of thinking back even further into his past. Okay. Yeah. So and then I think that's that's pretty common for a lot of people is the the, the sense. Uh, the, the smell of things, the uh, the taste of things, like really rushes memories back into us, you know, and and it's almost like you're just ingesting those memories, just coming back to you. Ah, it's so good. Okay, so so yeah, so you so go ahead and roll the uh, roll the cure or the yeah the potion of cure wounds. So let's have you do that. Oh geez, oh I'm I am super fabulously awesome right now that takes me back up to full healed like seven points do you do you, do you just kind of rest the potion onto the ground or do you put it back into a satchel or something like the empty vial you mean yeah yeah the empty vial uh yeah i he'd probably hang on to it just tuck okay. it away again so thank you i think you tuck it away and we we focus on the satchel for just a moment, and I think we get a quick, like a quick diagonal wipe, uh, to be a little Star Warsian for a moment. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah, and I think we have the three of you around the uh, that sewer grating, and uh, Sam, you have your notebook out, uh, or maybe you've already memorized what the combination that she gave you. Uh, so are you the one who actually goes and, and opens the grade or, or does that combination? I mean, yeah, I think he would feel responsible because he's got the information. He wrote it down and mm. I mean, he's also the closest to the ground, so it's more convenient for him to do it than the others to have to bend over and do it. He basically can, he's basically already there. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so you, 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 know, you, you stoop down. Um, and you're, uh, are you fastidious about your clothing around you or do you not care? You're more into just working this puzzle and then getting it open more, more just not, not fastidious at all. Like it's his clothing okay. is there and he likes his jacket, but it's not, it's not going to bother him. Okay. Um, as yeah, as you're, as you're stooping down over the, uh, over the grating and reaching over to, um, kind of work these, um, uh, these, you know, basically buttons. Uh, yeah, you can see the filth of the, the kind of oily water that's kind of sleeping into this. Um, you can hear in the, the echoing down inside the sewers of, of rats and, uh, and, and other oddities uh, echoing through the, uh, through the labyrinth beneath. And uh, as you reach forward, you see that on the iron grating, there are, um, as as she indicated, as uh, as the elf indicated, there is these rivets that are there. Um, all of them look like they're basically just rusted into place, like they're just part of that iron. Um, and after years of being on the floor of Dock Ward, they're just that's it. But you, according to her description, you are able to find a couple of them. There's uh, there well, actually more than a couple. There's six of them. And you you find them and you press them in and they click down with a little brass hasping sound as they uh, like down and you you start working the combination and when it's done 
the edges of the sewer grating retract. And you see that there was like small little iron clamps that fit into a puzzle piece mm. on the around the ring of the iron grate. And there was uh, 12 of them that get uh, kind of uh, sucked back in. And, uh, and you can see that the grate is now able to be moved. Maybe a little bit too heavy for you, but uh, one of your other teammates might be able to grab it. All right. I think we're good. Stop <laughs> me, good radio. Um, I think. I think. <laughs> I'm just like trying to like imagine <laughs> what this movement looks like <laughs> because no one was saying anything. <laughs> I was like, well, oh here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and he'll and Hal will move the the grate. Okay. All right, so, uh, yeah, the opening is, uh, looks like it's just big enough for you, Hal. You'll be able to <laughs> get down there. That's good, because I was um, worried. Well, I mean, because you're, I mean, yeah, you're eight feet tall. You're, you're stocky and you're big, but, uh, but yeah, you should be able to fit down the, uh, down this opening. Um, so, yeah, you, you open up the, uh, or you pull the iron grate off, and uh, it, it's, it doesn't sound very noisy at all when you pull it up, actually. Just kind of odd but you see along where the little clamps fit into place there's um, uh, that that oily seeping liquid that you saw before looks like it's more grease on these edges Mm -hmm. here Uh, so yeah when you pull it off it's pretty silent and uh, you're able to set it aside Um, there is a bit of a stink that comes up not as bad as what was in the crate uh, but uh, but yeah there is a um, a wafting aroma of sewer coming upwards uh, so who will be the uh, who will be the first? Who will be the first to go down? Well, Master Grimace, after you. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, um, right. Oh, sure. Shove the dragonborn down. Right now. <laughs> I mean, I'd be happy to go, but um, I I don't see in the dark, so that could be slightly problematic. Nor. Nor can I. Oh. Oh. Oh, um. <clears throat> oh, oh, all right then. Alley-oop. And he just <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh, do you really like jump yeah, in? I think so. <laughs> oh, it's so friggin' awesome. Um, I'm not even going to have you roll for it. It's just so cool. So you, you hop through the whole. And it, and I think we the the camera jumps down to uh, the ground level of the uh, of the sewer, and uh, and we just see your booted feet just thoom just land, and uh, you know some rock pebbles and, and a bit of uh, brackish water goes splashing in either direction, and uh, yeah, total like three point <laughs> hippo landing, and um, <laughs> please someone make fan art of this, and uh, and yeah, you're you can see. Uh, straight ahead, uh, just as the directions that outlined the the um, this sewer extends forward. Um, there's a, a left and right passage up ahead, and I think there was instruction that was given as to which direction to mm-hmm. go. And uh, yeah, so you can you you can see upwards. You can see them kind of looking downward. Uh, there is a ladder that's available, uh, but you're like, forget it. I don't need it. <laughs> Lieutenant generals don't use ladders. I don't want to damage it for everybody else. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, these are actually pretty good. They're they're uh, they're they're braced into the stone okay. of the uh, of the wallway, so you're they're pretty secure. But that was too awesome to pass up. So <laughs> that totally happened. Um, so yeah, who's next? Oh, that. All right then. And I think Grimace is just gonna like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's into it. Now I'm into it, and I'm just, I'm not going to jump, but I think he'd kind of scurry down and like, yeah. I was really hoping you'd do like a cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's Sim's job, and he'll just like land in one of our arms. <laughs> I think Sim would probably follow, wouldn't jump, but he would grab the sides of the ladder and like, you know how... Okay people sometimes like fast firemen drop and just go Wee! down by like p- bracing it just bare on the sides with your feet and just whoosh. sure yeah okay yeah solid that works um, yeah you, you you get down there um and you know just as uh as, as grimace intimated uh, the the two of you do not have dark vision and as you you hit the bottom you are in the uh, in the the most macabre of spotlights, as the uh, the uh, the dwindling uh, moonlight and uh, flickering lantern light above from Dock Ward uh, uh, put cast you into a very sallow glow at the bottom of this uh, this uh, set of ladder or a set of rungs. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Lieutenant General, you can see down towards the end of that uh, the the junction. And um, so what's the light situation going to be? How are we going to handle that? Well, I, I'm i good. But as you have intimated, you are going to have a hard time seeing. Would you prefer that I just lead and give you elaborate descriptions of our gorgeous scenery? Or do you have a torch? Uh... I don't I don't have a torch. I have um things you might typically find in a library. Okay, you want to light one of those on fire or what? I don't even have matches to do that. I can follow you. I... It, does Hal have a tail? I mean like a little hippo tail. I I couldn't remember what size <laughs> hippo tails were. <laughs> not like i couldn't remember the size of a hippo tail because i was gonna say i can just hang on to your tail but i mean i can also do that with grimace i mean he's wearing pants he's <laughs> probably ducked up in his pants there's like this brief moment where we zoom in on on his trousers and you just see the that little square po- that little circular portion that sees through things briefly in film and we just see the little tail there little curly key tail i'm i'm not proud of it but uh grimace could i just hold on to your tail it's <laughs> tail man also going to surreptitiously look back at his own pack. Uh, no, lad. I, I don't have a tail oh. either. 
fact, I have less of a tail than he uh, has. Uh, I guess, I mean, I can't see, and I, I guess I never really thought you know, about maybe, it. You I know, mean, maybe we could just, you could hold on to, you know, a, a belt loop or just kind of hang on to his shoulders or something. And I mean, I could ride your shoulders. Take it slow. Well, I can't ride his shoulders. Well, you could no, ride my shoulders you or could, his shoulders. I, you couldn't ride his shoulders. That would That's completely impractical, sir. Uh, but I, I right. Do, I, that's uh, that's what I'm saying. We just uh, we gotta get you know. He can see we can't. I'm just trying to come up with a solution. That's do, all. do you have a torch? I'm pretty sure he would have offered a torch at this point if he had one. It um be pretty useless if he didn't say anything at this point. So you can gr- you girls gonna hold hands or what? Wow, rude. Uh, uh lead I, the way. I do feel so, that was a little uncalled for. Let's just let's get this show on the road. Lead the way. We'll follow, in some capacity. <laughs> I mean, follow or don't. I mean, we got sh- we got stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> So you you move forward and and uh, you you get to this. Uh, it's not quite a T junction. It's kind of a Y junction. Uh, one curves to the left. One curves to the right. Uh, so um, yeah, you get to that point. Take the right. Right. So you guys take to the right. And as you um, as you're making your way down, you see that there are. It opens up uh, a little bit more. Uh, to uh, two pathways. There are stone walkways on either side of what looks to be a sluice, uh, an area where like water and refuse and stuff can flow down. Um, so you can, you know, get onto one of the walkways on either side. Um, I don't know if you guys stay on the same side. I would assume so, just because one person is the only person with dark vision, uh, unless you want to light a torch or something. Or, or did we resolve that you neither of you have torches? <laughs> we did resolve that. Super okay. prepared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, this was an above ground venture when we started. <laughs> so, uh, Hello, darkness, um, my old friend. So, yes, right. <laughs> so you, you you make your way forward, and you're you, know, you hear the dripping of water and the the echoing of your footsteps on the stone, um, and the uh, uh, the sound of your breathing as you're moving forward. And eventually you get to a, a sharp curve to the right. And just as the map outlines, you, you, you make your way around and you're basically coming back the direction that you came in. But in the other track, you know, that kind of reverse U-turn. And uh, you, uh, you continue down the pathway. And uh, so as you guys are moving, I'm assuming you're using some form of stealth. Are you uh, banging pots and pans? <laughs> probably don't have any singing um, jovially, jovially. Just, so i'm gonna say that um first i want grimace i want you to roll a stealth check for me okay uh 14 14 okay uh sim you're next sim would have in sneaking used diminution because sneaky sneak okay. that'll give you advantage, advantage yeah. right okay definitely gonna need it <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh so I rolled a five and a one. Ooh, um, take the five. But uh, and I have to, I have to ask a question <laughs> here. So so 
uh, there is a halfling ability mm-hmm. that uh, oh, snap. he's lucky. So, uh, on a one on an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, I can re-roll a one and have to use the second one. Your call. That's no fun. <laughs> yeah, but you, rolled, you you chose to use inspiration, though. No, I hadn't used inspiration. So that kind of forces you. Yeah. I hadn't huh? used inspiration. I just used the advantage on stealth oh, check. Oh, that's right. You were using the... Ugh. Oh, by the way, everybody charge your inspiration. Some great role play back there, so that that should all be ready for you. Um, golly, I, I think because yeah, I think because you used the diminution, it gave you that better roll. So yeah, we're gonna have to roll. We'll have to go. That's with the fine. Five. So that is a total of eight. Eight. Okay. All right. He's, splash, he's puddle jumping. Lieutenant General. Yeah. So Lieutenant General, since you're the only one with sight, mm-hmm. um, and you had. Because of their result, you neither have disadvantage nor advantage on your stealth roll. So I'm going to have you roll just a straight-up stealth, and we'll go with your number. <sighs> and don't forget, you know, you have your inspiration mm. if you wish no, to No, it's use. okay. And 16. Okay. All right. So let's see here. You guys are so you guys move forward. You're you're being as quiet as you as you possibly can, and, and to be honest, you you're actually doing not too bad. It's uh, uh, it, in such a quiet chamber with the water is dripping and everything. It seems like like I said before, every step you take is like a an earthquake or something, or you know, like you like you are clinging pots and pans, but it turns <laughs> out it's just your heart beating really hard, and you you continue forward. And up ahead, you see flickering light up ahead. Um, probably down at, I mean, for you, Lieutenant, you, you, can, you can see that maybe 60 feet down, there is a, uh, a doorway that opens to the left, like, a, like a, a, uh, an arched entryway that opens to the left-hand side of the path, or this, this um, uh, uh, pipe, I guess, pipeline that you, you, you can call it, your tunnel. Um, but for the other two, uh, just past the lieutenant's uh, form, you see this flickering light up ahead and on the left, about 60 feet up, um, kind of like a distant, uh, a distant set of uh, a dim headlight kind of coming towards you. Um, but it's, you're going towards it. It's not moving. Uh, so, so, yeah, what do, you, uh, what do you do at this point? I see light. I, I would I would halt hold let's see if it moves if it noticed it noticed us first that's a good call so uh so give me a perception check fourteen. Um, so you're you're watching the light for a little bit, and you you notice that it's the way it's flickering. It's most likely either a, a, a lantern or a torch of some kind. Um, but uh, but you also hear the sound of voices, a bit muffled, but you can hear two distinct voices that are uh, that are talking. Sim, I feel like 
we could use your skill set right now. Alright. You, you tend to be the stilliest of the three of us. Okay. Would it be possible for you to sneak ahead and hear them, hear what they're talking about? I can certainly do my best. And he pops just this childlike grin. <laughs> As he's also just kind of still kind of just silhouetting. The lieutenant general's just kind of silhouetting, so he's just kind of trying to like just reach for him. I would just heel toe towards the light, but keep to the right. All right. So Sim's going to place his hand on the wall and just kind of try to make his way up there as stealthily as possible. Yeah, okay. Yeah, roll it up. There we go. That rolled off the table. All right, so that's a 21. About time. 21. Very good. So you're able to kind of feel your way along the wall using the uh, uh, the flickering light up ahead as kind of a beacon as you're moving forward. And you, you, you creep along. Uh, for you, Grimace, I mean, you can just see the, the silhouette of that shape, that small shape moving forward. And he's pretty dang quiet, not too shabby at all. And, yeah, you get to the point where there's a small stone bridge that goes over the sluice so that you could cross over that and then get to the entryway that's on that left. Um, and, you know, if you want, you can peer around to see inside if you wish. Yeah, let's do it. So you, you you move up to this stone archway, and uh, you you sneak your way around, just peering your eye around, just to take a look. I'm assuming you're not like jumping out in front and. Going, ha, ha. <laughs> but you, uh, you 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 peer around the corner, and you see inside there is a there's a crumpled form in the back of this uh, what looks to be about a 20-foot room uh, stretches up ahead of you. Uh, On either side of the archway, the room looks to extend on either side. Either it's a square or maybe it's a little bit wider than it is long. Um, But there's this this, uh, this, uh, uh, kind of, uh, well, not quite shapeless, but just kind of this amorphous shape of of something on the ground in the back of the, the room. And uh, there is a couple of torches that have been placed uh, into sconces. Uh, one is in the back. Uh, one is in the back wall, and you can tell there's probably another one just inside the archway that's casting light down. And inside, you see two figures that are uh, looking over a desk. They have their uh, their backs to you. It's like a drafting table, so it's up. It's tall enough that they are standing and looking at it. There's one figure that's shorter, maybe five feet, maybe pushing five feet. That's uh, that's that's looking at it. He's kind of got a hunched frame, and uh, he's wearing uh, what looks to be just regular pants and a tunic and a cloak with uh, probably like what looks to be leather armor on. And then the uh, he's he's kind of rubbing his hands together like mincing. And uh, and then there's a taller figure there, uh, long reddish hair with uh, with a reddish beard. And uh, he's wearing basic clothes that are a little bit nicer than what this other figure is wearing. This one, this this individual is about six feet tall. 
and he has uh, robes that are on over his clothing that are open in the front and bears his forearms, which are covered in intertwining tattoos of snakes that uh, the head of the snake ends on each of his hands as he's, uh, you can see the hands are kind of splayed out on the table as he's moving papers around. Um, he's got a couple of books open and he's flipping through the pages and uh, he's he's speaking in a low, uh, low whisper to this uh, shorter individual, but the shorter individual is not really keeping his voice low. And uh, he says, uh, he says, It's not what I was told I'll be able to do. I was told this would be easy, that you would make this easy, and I'm letting you play around in my territory. I was given money, that's fine. Now, what about the rest? When are you leaving? And, uh, and the other figure is uh, just kind of chuckles to himself and uh, just shakes his head and, uh, and continues reading through the, uh, the book. And the shorter figure says, Oi, I said, when are you going to be leaving? I've had my fill of you. I've already put myself in this, uh, this predicament. It used to be a nice place. Now it ain't. I gotta find somewhere else. And now we got other people grouping around. They're putting, putting rocks in the cogs. That's all they're doing. And so what do you do? I mean, I think Sim would probably... I think he would probably try to look back over his shoulder just gently and just gesture like kind of gesture like come but like stay stay low quiet like just gesture in a way just try to like come up as quietly as possible all right you guys gonna move up okay so you said that there was the archway to the left mm-hmm. and then there's this this great thing ahead of us where they're talking or is that another Um, well so like so basically you're in this uh, this large tunnel um you have the little sluice that's down the middle you're on the right hand stone Mm -hmm. path that you know parallels that flowing water and then there's another stone path Mm -hmm. on the left now the entryway the archway is on the left hand Mm -hmm. wall so when Sim moved forward, he kind of creeped along mm-hmm. the wall, and then he, there was a small little stone bridge that arches over mm-hmm. the sluice, and he crossed over that, moved forward a little bit, about another five feet, and that's where the entry to the archway got it. is. Okay. Was, or that archway got entry it. is. Got it, got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Okay. No, that's good. I'm, I'm actually glad to describe it. It helps our listeners as well. <laughs> so that's good. Um. <laughs> I think I'm going to gesture for Grimace to step forward ahead of me and I'm going to like put a hand on his shoulder to be able to like help direct him because I can see he can't (laughs) but like do the same thing of like gesturing to crouch to keep low and just go slowly to try to aid him kind of closer to where so. Okay. Um, Grimace, why don't you give me a stealth check? Yep. <clears throat> uh, that's going to be a 21. 
21. Okay. Uh, Hal, you can roll with advantage. <clears throat> 14. 14. Okay. So you are creeping forward. And I think, uh, yeah, I think with, uh, with Sim, you're you're kind of watching them move forward, and you're keeping an eye on the two inside, I would think. But you know, you spare a quick glance back, and you can, as they're coming across the bridge, you can hear them a little bit more, and it sounds just so freaking loud. And uh, and you said you got a fourteen, mm-hmm. is what you got? Okay, so and I think there's a moment, Sim, when you're looking in there, um, the that uh, um, the the shorter figure. You know, he's in the midst of, of complaining to this taller man, and he stops talking, and he looks back towards the, uh, to the archway. <laughs> you kind of jump back. You, like, hide back. You, know, you duck backwards, I would yeah, assume. duck backwards, yeah. and then he's going to hold up a hand. It's just like, stop. So I think, I think Hal, you just crossed over the stone bridge. Grimace, you're like at the peak of the, this little arched stone bridge. Um, and then uh, after a moment, I can't believe it right now. My own home is giving me the jitters. I just want to get out of here. So are you done? And uh, the, you, you finally like hear the, the other man speak. He says... Uh, now, now, I will be done when I am done, and your usefulness will be at an end, and we will part company. And you can go on with whatever dreams you wish to follow, or nightmares you wish to fall into. Now, keep your mouth shut. And there's quiet from the interior. Okay, I have I have a question. Just in keeping your character voices straight, because I just want to make sure I'm not misremembering or misassociating any voices with anybody else. Do we recognize the shorter person's voice? Um. Okay. No. Good. No, you don't. You don't. There's there's a bit of a shared accent with um, a couple of individuals back in the Redlands. Got it. Area. Okay, because I was just like, hold on a uh, second. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a couple of folks that were back at the Redlands that uh, I know at least one of them may have heard their voice and they would have had the Got same it. accent. Okay. So from the same like district, yep. but not the same person. Got it. Cool. Yep. I think okay. then Sim would once they go back to it, Sim would gesture to keep coming. So you guys move forward, and uh, yeah, you get to the uh, you get to the entrance, um, and uh, yeah, you're you're there. So you all are back together. And I think the only sound you hear right now is maybe the flickering torchlight and uh, the sound of vellum pages being turned. Hmm. <laughs> Did I did I give you the poison spray cantrip when we were in the little 
hut thing last time? No. Okay, I thought I had. Can you use? Well, uh, okay, so we started talking about the spells, and this is where we got into a little bit of the mystic in that I said I couldn't, I can't inherently use it. I might be able to read it and cast it, because, Jeff, you were saying that scrolls, if you can read them, you're able to use the scroll, right? Correct. Okay. So, yes, I can use that scroll. Okay. I've got them both written on my sheet as okay, well. Okay, then I, then I would have given okay. them to you. Yeah, so, so yeah, I've got scroll, yeah, poison I think, spray. I think that sounds right. That and then you an expeditious retreat. An expeditious well. retreat, yep. Okay. All right. So I have an idea. Because we're going to have to go through there at some point. Yep. <laughs> um, Hal's going to take out uh, a set of gambling dice that he has in his pocket. Uh huh. Show them. This is no the time, no place. <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. Um, <laughs> and show them to the guy to the guys. Um, and then I don't know how I gesture poison spray cantrip. Um, because I don't want to whisper too too loudly, but. Cantrip. He's gonna. I think Sim would kind of start reaching around in his pouch, and hold on, I'm just gonna. Yeah, uh, I think Sim would. Uh, I rolled that as ten or higher, be able to read a lip, and uh, I got an eighteen. Uh, so I think he would start kind of rummaging around in his bag, and just kind of hold up the spell scrolls and also a small bag of sands because he's not quite sure what you're exactly which one you're saying. Why do you have a bag of sand? <laughs> Not important. Anyway. <laughs> Flings it in your eyes. <laughs> no! He's, he's going to gesture towards the poison spray one. He's, it's great radio. He, he's going yeah. to gesture. I know, it's so funny. Throwing the dice, like, across the threshold. Uh-huh. To get their attention, to try to like lure them out, like he's gonna he's gonna gesture throwing the dice and then making like the walking fingers, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna point to you and then gesture poison spray. <laughs> it's gonna look very jazz hands, I think. Okay, because he doesn't understand how magic works, really. Okay, I think Sim would understand at that point what she's trying to go for. Right. Cool. Looks like Grimace to get confirmation. So it looks like Grimace. So Grimace, what are you thinking of doing? What do you want to do in preparation? Um, I think Grimace is kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, sure, okay, <laughs> not out loud, obviously, but just kind of like, uh, I don't have much to contribute here, uh, uh and just kind of holds his fists up, like, yeah, let's. <laughs> Let's, Let's do, do it. Guns yep. out. Guns out. Okay. All right. Well, let's get let's uh, <laughs> let's let's do it. I think I think you guys are in a good position. Really nice. So let's let's enact this uh, this plan. Let's do it. So first things first. You are going to you're rolling some dice. Yeah. <laughs> 
like literally like, like i should say <laughs> like in game you're in-game. actually rolling <laughs> yeah. some dice yeah um yeah yeah so you i'm assuming you just kind of fling him yeah. in there pretty much okay um give me a uh give me a dex check <laughs> uh, not a save but just roll dexterity sure. for me <laughs> this is the stupidest thing i've ever done <laughs> 14 <laughs> 14 all right you you fling them in and you see the uh, the dice hit the back wall and they 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 kind of like they 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 clatter off of the back wall and they hit this kind of shape uh, sh- kind of amorphous shaped uh, form on the ground R- you know thumps off of that and then hits the the ground and you know rattles around and uh i think you know you you've you've kind of like stepped into the doorway to see this so you can uh, you can make a um uh, make room for uh, or to make sure that uh, the sim has room and uh yeah you see the two figures they look over into the corner and i think you briefly just for a moment before sim like leaps out to do his thing you hear the uh the taller f- or the uh, the shorter figure say i thought he was oh, it was dead and then sim you do your thing yep <laughs> So I think Sim would step into the room. I mean, the whole point of the dice was for you to not have well, to step into the room. Well, yeah, just, but okay. just move, sorry, just move around just enough because the range on is ten feet. Okay. Uh, how far away are they? About ten feet from the opening. Okay, I think Sim would just kind of lean around the corner and then just read the spell as quickly as possible and just and just try to cast it. Okay, so which one of them are you targeting? Or definitely snake, dude. Snake arm. Snake guy. Okay. So yeah, so you 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 utter the words, um, and and I think actually like as you're uttering the words, you hear Rosie's voice echoing in your head, reading the words with you. As you as you do it, so you just like, as a. Yeah, as you, as you cast this, and so this 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 noxious burst of of uh, of gas and um, like odd looking um, liquid comes issuing forth from the scroll, and the scroll like dissolves into it as it uh, as it pushes forward with the spray and and goes right towards this guy. Constitution save. My spell save DC is twelve. All right. Roll 1d12 for me, please. One. No! Inspiration? Wait, does your halfling luck extend towards damage rolls, or is it trust ability checks and skills? Double check that for me, just in Attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Dang. Could I use inspiration? So, yeah, you... (laughs) No. Got to got to ask. Um okay, so so yeah, so that goes off. Now, let's roll initiative. Let's do it. Come on, old faithful. Better than last time. So what do we got? Grimace. 6 different so different all right hal <laughs> hal what uh, do you 20 get 20 total 20 total good, not good. two shabs 11 11 okay 
You guys aren't looking too bad. Hal, you have the honors. You go first. <laughs> all right. He's really like, oh, that's not quite what I meant, but oh, all right. And then jumps in behind them, lines up a shot at uh, the snake arms. All right. Oh, my gosh. Second time we've heard gunfire. Well, we'd have to flash. Dang it. This is why I don't. Inspiration? Good point. I keep forgetting I have some. (laughs) I keep forgetting that's a thing that I can do. (laughs) Oh, that's so much better. Thank you for saying so. Mm -hmm. Uh, 22. That's a hit. (laughs) That's the wrong one. And you're hitting the taller guy? Yeah. Okay. Mr. Parcel Tongue. That's not bad. Uh, that's eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Nice. Okay. Are you moving at all? Um, I think I'm going to stay in the doorway for now while so I can see like the scope of the room from a distance okay. because I have the range. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So I would imagine you'll be reloading then. Yeah. Um, is reloading, I think for your pistol, reloading is a free action, right? Oh, is or it? Or a bonus action, I mean. I'm trying to remember. There's something on your. I think character. it's a bonus action. Well, that's great. I like yeah. that. All right, cool, excellent turn, Sim. You're up next. I think. I think he would swing his crossbow from underneath his coat and fire at Cobra Commander. <laughs> nice. All right, <laughs> lashing out. Better. 16. Uh, yeah, 16. 16. All right, that's a hit. Five points of damage. Oh, my goodness. He is not happy. All right, and are you moving at all? No. I am <laughs> going to be staying right at the doorway. Okay. All right. Okay. The short guy is going to go now and not talking about sim you already went this uh so this uh this this figure that's kind of dressed shabbily has uh this cloak and what looks like leather armor turns around and you see his face it's got a uh almost like kind of elongated mouth a muzzle type thing and it's got whiskers off of the edges and it uh, it looks at you and it reaches into his uh to his hip and uh, quick draws a uh, uh well free action you know pulls a uh, hand crossbow and is going to aim it at the uh, the largest target it sees, which is, of course, going to be the lieutenant. And here we go. 14. Does that hit? No. Does not hit. All right. So, yeah, it uh, fires off a, uh, a quarrel and uh, the or a bolt, and it you know clatters off the... Uh, I think he's aiming upwards too much, trying to hit you in the head, and he's shooting from the hip, and it hits the uh, the arch up above... And it uh, it looks at you, and it uh, and it, it he he kind of hisses, and he says, "Now, oh, but this is a lot that's been giving me all this trouble. Oh, but it's them. What do we do?" He uh, he starts to kind of, you see his skin start to kind of move and change, and you're starting to see fur starting to bristle out from his hand, his outstretched hand, and uh, the crossbow drops from his his hand, or the hand crossbow drops to the floor, and you see his mouth is starting to like elongate. A bit. You should, you should be running away now. You should be running. This is my home. 
I think we'll come to an end on the episode for the evening. Bit of a cliffhanger. We're really close. And I have a feeling this episode is probably going to, the next episode is going to drop a lot sooner (laughs) versus the every two weeks. We may go ahead and just put this out the next week. But uh, I want to I want to definitely just throw a thank you out there for uh, for everybody who's stuck with every episode and uh, the kind words that have been given and in, and especially the criticisms too because it helps us raise our game it helps us raise that level and 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 bring the bar up even higher as far as what we can provide for everybody um, and a huge shout out to uh, gosh. I mean, Sirenscape. I mean, come on. I mean, we, we post it in the show notes every time, but mm-hmm. huge props to them for the sound effects and the ambiance that brings to the game. Um, but, uh, but yeah, huge thanks from me. I'm Jeff Romo. I'm your humble dungeon master. I am uh, so happy and so proud to be uh, serving alongside these wonderful people. Um, Alan, Ashley, Kyle, thank you so much for this exciting game. And uh, I think... Uh, I think I can't wait for it to for it to continue. Um, if you want to know a little bit more about Inroads Ministries, you can vis- visit inroadsministries.com. Uh, find out a little bit more about what we do. Uh, if you're looking uh, to uh, find us on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com forward slash game store profits and you'll find us there in the tavern. Join up, get into the discussion, uh, talk about this game, talk about all the awesome games that you play and uh, probably get involved with some folks on the tavern who like to, to play online and maybe somebody local next uh, local to you. Um, let's see who I want to pick on. Who wants to give the min max shout out? You can find us on Twitter at MinMaxPod. You can email us at MinMaxPod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook by searching for MinMaxPodcast. You can find us on Reddit at MinMaxPodcast, right? Is that the specific one that's... Yeah, MinMaxPodcast on Reddit. Yeah. I don't remember our phone number. Alan, please help. 773-789-9369. There we go. Nice. It's true. No, we just post on social media random crap. We're like a Tumblr. (laughs) You stop it. You stop it right now. We are a podcast. Uh, (laughs) We talk about um, nerd culture and and theology. We've got, right now we're doing a a fantasy arc talking. We just got done talking about our favorite magic systems um, in literature, gaming, and uh, movies and television. Nice. All right. As I close out every episode, I will remind thee to get the own table. Get thine own table? I can't speak fancy. Get your own table. Gather your friends, roll some dice, play some games. It is such a great way to engage with each other and to unlock those imaginations and find out more about one another and and just grow those friendships and those bonds. Uh, Thank you again for joining us, and uh, we hope you all have a great day and a great night. So is there anything that for Hal that you want me to touch on? I, there was like a throwaway line you said before where it's like, oh, this is, must be his PTSD or something like that. Does does Hal have any of that going on? Does he ever have like... Yeah, yeah. I, I think he certainly has PTSD because he was... Even in the in the one flashback war scene, you know, he did some... He made some pretty reckless moves mm-hmm. um, out, out, out yeah. of, I think, ambition ultimately. Um, rather than actual like sort of courage and care for comrades. And then I think <laughs> after surviving a couple of those, 
um, in deciding that that wasn't the best way that he found that that wasn't the best way to move up politically, that he started um, adopting some of these, some of these other um, affectations instead. Um, and, uh, and going the officer route that way, um, instead of being a little more honorable. So, yeah, so yeah. I think, I think there, there would be flashbacks from, from when he, when he was, more of like a like a gritty soldier but retirement has made him soft being an officer has kind of made him soft in the direction of of well i I almost i almost want to say like almost like more responsible responsible um i he's not a particularly wise wise character um i think i think he's more (sighs) okay I would say that he's more opportunistic and so he's careful about his assets when he has them but he's not necessarily particularly mm-hmm. responsible with regard to other people. I think he I think he's responsible for them when it's in his best interest to do so. So in this case, you know, like when like hmm. he and Sim and Grimace are on a job and there's crew and so he imagine he like thinks of them yeah. as like this is the team that he that he that isn't a necessity to keep around for the sake of his job at the moment he might grow fonder of them as time right. goes on but in this one moment he's being friendly because yeah. he needs them ultimately gotcha okay no, that's that's actually some pretty cool insights. I wanna, I'm glad I'm getting in on recording because I can come back and take some notes off of that and uh, and then get it sure. onto your character sheet in my notes.